Let's go. Good Nerev Shabbos. Under the second line, Omar Rav Nachman, Omar Rav, Rav Nachman says in the name of Rav, Dafid Gimel Amaralev, Halacha Rav Yehuda, Halacha is like Rav Yehuda, that during the fifth hour of the day we are toiling. You're not allowed to eat the chametz, but it's also not, uh, you still also still have time to destroy it. You don't need to destroy it. Amaralev, Rav, Rav Nachman, Rav says to Rav Nachman, who just quoted Rav, the name of Amar Halacha Rav Meir, why don't you say the Halacha follows Rav Meir? <coughs> That not that you have to stop eating at the end of the fourth hour, but you have to stop eating at the end of the fifth hour. Why? Why should we pass like Rameir? Because the Tana, who's a Stam Tana, who we pass can like Paskins like Rameir, the Tanan, whenever it's Mutter to Yichamitz, Michael, you're also allowed to feed your animals, which means that it's also Mutter Bana. So as long as it's Mutter for a human being to eat it, for a Yit to eat it, it's also Mutter for the animals to eat it. So you see, that uh, that Allah is Krav Meir, you have the fifth hour. So Gemara says, no, Hahi Lav Stamahi, the Mishnah that the Tana is passing like is not a Stam Mishnah, and therefore we don't necessarily Paskin like it, Mishum Dekashia Mutter, because the word Mutter has a question on it. Okay, now we're going to have to wait uh, till a little bit later. We'll explain now, but there's a Gemara later on that tells us that. Um, that uh, the, if you look at the statement of of the Mishnah, this statement that when you're it's mutter for a human being to eat, it's also mutter for an animal to eat, seems to seems to infer that for somebody else to eat chametz, I can't. When it's also for somebody else to eat chametz, I can't feed it to my animals. Now, we had in our Mishnah. Uh, when it comes to the halachas of truma. Remember, we tried connecting the halacha of truma, and we're going to get back into this as well, to the halacha of the Isser of Achilas chametz. A kayan is allowed to eat chametz of truma during the fifth hour, even though usually you're not allowed to eat truma. You remember that? Because we said that by truma you have the additional issue. Yes, we want to be machmir on chametz, but by truma, if you don't eat it, you end up burning it. You're not allowed to burn truma unnecessarily. And therefore we're going to actually advise a Kayan to eat chametz de Ketruma during the fifth hour. The bottom line is that the Stam Mishnah doesn't seem to be like Rav Meir. That's what I'm saying. He loves Stam Mishom de Kashia Mutter. I have a name Amar Allah Rav Gamliel. So why don't we say Allah is like Rav Gamliel, the Havale Machria? Because Rebbe Gamliel seems to be like Yeah, he seems to be like this third opinion um, who uh, sides with Rebbe Yehuda um, regarding the fifth hour eating Truma Dika Chametz. Rebbe Gamliel is not coming to give a third uh, He's not coming to join in the Machlekes of Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda. He's stating his third opinion. So this is not a Kosov Ashlishi. This is Rabbi, Rabbi Gamliel saying his own Mahalach on the Halacha. Mamela, we don't have two verse one. Viva Yezema. Or if you want, you could say, Rav the Amar Ki Haitana. Rav is following the following. Uh, Rav's Psak is following the Tana, which we're about to list, the Tanya, because we learned in Abraisa. Arba Asish Chaliyos B'Shabbos. When Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos. Allah is you got to burn all your chametz prior to Shabbos. And we even burn Shuma Tameya 
and the ones that are, you know, Tomei, uh, Tahar, and even the ones that are hanging. We're not sure what the sock is with them. However, we say the Tardika stuff, the Tardika Truma, you're supposed to burn it, but leave over two meals worth because that chaj you could eat over Shabbos. You're allowed to eat that Friday night and Arab Shabbos. So you got to leave over. In other words, you're allowed to burn the amount of Truma, which you know you're not going to be eating anyway. Really, you're not allowed to burn Truma. But over here, you can't own Chametz on Pesach either. You say, okay, fine, if you stock, so burn it. But you could only burn the amount of truma that you're not going to eat prior to the Zman Iser. Any food of truma that you can eat prior to the Zman Iser, you should not burn prior to Shabbos. Divi Rebbe Lozab and Yehuda Ish Bartusa. This is the opinion of Rebbe Lozab and Yehuda from the city of Bartusa. Shomar Mishun Rebbe Yeshua was quoting Rebbe Yeshua. Amrulai. They said to Rebbe Lozab and Yehuda, No. If Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, you can't burn on Erev Erev Pesach. You can't burn it on Friday. Because because you know what? Why don't you walk knocking door to door, offer the food to your neighbors? Maybe a other Kahanim that can eat it. How do you know? Uh, I, you can't eat it, but maybe a Kayan's going to come over uh, for, uh, for Kiddush on uh, Shabbos morning bef- before the end of the fourth hour. And you could have given him that truma. What I'm saying, my psak, is where somebody already asked around. You know, he put it on the local WhatsApp chat. Um, any, uh, any kahanim who need, uh, you know, who could use some truma, please uh, PM me. Yeah, private message me over here. And there's no response. Since he already looked around, he knows nobody's coming to him on shops. Amulai. They said, Maybe somebody's not on the WhatsApp chat. Maybe there's somebody else who's going to, sh- another kind is going to show up that uh, that could eat it, and he's just not around. According to you, so you shouldn't even be able to burn uh, truma that has a suffix about whether it's Tamei or Tahar. Maybe Eliyahu is going to come on Shabbos and make it Tahar. Does this thing ring a bell? Aliyah Navi showing up on Shabbos. Remember this from Ervin? We had a whole sugya. Can Aliyah Navi show up from outside the Tchum, right? So Amrulai, so they said to him, Kvar Muftach Lemni Yisrael. We have a Messiah in Kla Yisrael. We have a guarantee. Shein Aliyah Ba, Lai Barba Shabbos, Lai Barba Yom Tav. Aliyah Navi is not coming there of Shabbos or of Yom Tav, because it's going to cause uh, anxiety for people. I'm busy preparing for Shabbos and Yantif. I'm going to go out and greet Ali Yohanavi. Amru. Laizazu misham ad shakavu alach ravlaz mehudah So he said that we, sh- we can't leave until all of us give up sack to follow Rabbi Lazar ben Yehuda from Bartusa, Sha'amar misham who, who quotes Rabbi Shua. In other words, he's taka right. He's taka right. His original psak in the, in the Brisa. That mevarinus akolifnei Shabbos, that you that when erev Shabbos is when erev Pesach is Shabbos, you got to get rid of everything on erev Shabbos, which is erev erev Pesach. Whether it's tamei, whether it's toloi, whether it's tahar, you should get rid of everything. And besides the one that you're going to eat is taka the ripe sakalocha, and we paskin like him. My lava filu lechol. Now that we're paskening like Reb Elazar ben Yehuda, 
doesn't it seem to be that um, we're also paskening, you can only save the amount of truma that will be eaten by the end of the fourth hour, because that, that was his statement. Now, if we're paskening like him, they can only save enough that'll be, eat, don't burn the amount that could be eaten up till the fourth hour, seems that we're paskening like Rabbi Yehuda, that the end of the fourth hour is the end of the Zman Achila. Amr of Papash made the Rabbah. So Papa says the name of Rabbah, like Levar. We're pasking like, like uh, Rabbi Lazar ben Yehuda as far as the Chiyav to burn the Chametz of Truma prior to Shabbos. But the Saibzman Achila is not necessarily true. Not necessarily the Psaq Halacha. It's possible that the Psaq Halacha could even follow the other Shittas. And Mamela, there's no proof. Viaf Rebbe Sabar And Rebbe, as well, agrees with the Psak of Rav Nachman. Now, what was the Psak of Rav Nachman? So, just to remind ourselves, we started out with the second line on the Yomr. We started out today's Daf. Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav, Alachak Rav Yehuda. All right, we're paskening like, uh, like Rav Yehuda. Viaf Rebbe Sabar Lahad Rav Nachman. Rebbe agrees with that outcome. The Yomar Ravin Baravada, because Ravin Baravada says, The story with one person. Who gave a sack. These are sacks that hang off the side of a saddle. He gave a sack of chametz. And mice bit into it, and all of a sudden, all the little breadcrumbs. Uh, chocolate cake was fallen out to Balafne Rebbe, and he came in front of Rebbe to ask what he should do. What's the halacha? What should he do with the remaining chametz? Okay. Now Rashi explains that the reason the Shiloh was that if there was this Adam Echad, this person had a pekadon, he had a deposit, and now it got ruined. So if let's say uh, Reb Jim gives me a pekadon, so I'm supposed to watch. He deposits this by me. I'm supposed to watch his coffee. So, and, and then I notice the coffee cup has a leak. So what should I do? Because if I leave it, Jim's going to lose all his coffee. If I stand outside of Starbucks and I say, 50 cents, 50 cents, whoever wants to drink the rest of this coffee before it drips out, uh, maybe I'll give him back 50 cents. He wants 50 cents back. See, he went and asked, the, he came in front of the Rebbe. He said, listen, um, th- this, uh, these pouches from the side of the saddle are deposited by me. It got a hold, the mice bit in. All the chocolate cake is, uh, and the icing is dripping out. What should I do? Should I sell the rest? Or do I just, uh, you know, leave it? So, So the first time he asked him during the first hour, he said, no, 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 don't, don't sell it. Just leave it. Maybe the owner will come back. Second hour, he said, no, now what? Leave it. Now even more is getting ruined. Then the fifth hour, the owner didn't come back. He said, all right, yeah. the fifth cup is over. Each cup took an hour. You go ahead and sell it to, to salvage the rest of the value. My aren't we talking about by the end of the fifth hour of the day on Erev Pesach, and he's telling him to sell it to Goy, Kid Rebbe Yehuda, 
who holds that a chametz is also on the fourth hour, because I must be talking about the guy, because a yid's not allowed to eat it by the fifth hour. If he told him to go sell it, it must be he's telling himself to a guy. I'm rebellious lightly, Yisrael, Kerem Meir. He's talking about Yisrael, and we paskin like Rebbe Meir, that you have the extra hour. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says to Rabbi Yosef, his Rebbe, right? Abaye was one who reminded Rabbi Yosef of his Torah after he got sick. Amalei Abaye, Eli Yisrael, Nishkalei Lenafshek. If the guy can even sell it to Yisrael, why do we tell him go sell it? Let him buy it for himself. You go eat your own chocolate cake. The chocolate cake that was deposited by you, you pay for it and you eat it. Why do you got to go sell it to Yenem? So Rabbi Yosef says, Mishum Chshoda. Very, very important Gemara. Jim gives me chametz to watch. It gets a hole. He comes back after Yumtif. Where's my stuff? Say, Jim, uh, here's 50 cents for it. 50 cents? I want my stuff back. Say, no, listen. Got a hole. It was leaking. So I decided to take it and, and pay you for it. Let me ask you something. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. If I take the chocolate cake and I sell it to somebody else and I give it, say, listen, so, but for me, myself, and I, the one who was deposited by, to say, you know, uh, something happened. So I happened to, you know, I was in the loop for chocolate cake. As anyway, it worked out well. And then you got your 50 cents. I got my chocolate. Smells, right? Schmecks a bissel. Smells a little bit. When he has somebody overseas, a a tzedaka, a charity, where there's no people to give the money to right now, okay, you should exchange. Rashi explains the copper coins for other types of coins that don't get ruined. Don't use your own coins to change it. Um, now, there are certain metals that get ruined over time. So you exchange it for other metals, fresher metals. You shouldn't exchange it for your own stuff. doesn't look good. Gabay Tamchoy, of people who are the Gaboyim over a Tamchoy, what we'll call a, uh, uh, like, uh, a shelter, okay, where they serve food. She'im lehem aniyim lechalik, where there's no aniyim. To give it out to. You should sell the leftover food that isn't being handed out to other people and then hold on to the money until poor people show up. Don't sell it to yourself. And you pay for, for this type of thing. Why? You should be clean from Hashem and from Klal Yisrael. And as the... Uh, Sam Seifer, I believe, was often quick to say, is Hashem should be clean from Hashem and Yisrael. It's easier to be clean in the eyes of Hashem than it is in the eyes of Yisrael. And we're still commanded to be clean in the eyes of Yisrael. There's something in the eyes of Hashem, Hashem knows I'm doing nothing wrong. It makes a lot of sense. I should be doing this, right? It's much harder to be clean in the eyes of other Yidin. Because people, uh, people think differently. Yeah, they view things differently. But there's still a chiv to not chas do something that can arouse a person's suspicion. 
You told us that the halacha was when this happens and you have the deposited chametz which is falling out. He should go and sell it to a nochri and not a yid. Seder, and therefore, it seems that uh, we're following the pin of Rabbi Yehuda. That you got to stop by the end of the fourth hour because if by the fifth hour you're also selling it to a guy. That means we're not allowing Achila during the fifth hour. It must stop at the end of the fourth hour, which then lets us know halacha Rabbi Yehuda. Period. Omar of Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says, here we go. This opinion of Rabbi, that when you have the sack that's dripping chametz, you go ahead and you sell it to a guy. Who's it? Which Shatan is a following Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel? It's following the pin of Shimon of the time we learned in the Mishnah. A person who gives fruits to his friend, even if they're starting to spoil. The one who's holding on to the fruits shouldn't touch them. Don't touch it. Somebody gives you fruit to watch, and you know they start getting those uh, bruises as things start to spoil. Keep your hands off. Rav Shimon Gamliel says, No, keep your hands off. Here's what you do. What do you mean, just leave it? Uh, it's not going to look good? No. Take it, to a, take it to a Rav. Go to a Bezdin and say, Listen, Yankul deposited fruit by me. It's starting to go bad. It looks funny if I deal with this. Can you help me out? Can you look at it and back up my claim? That I need to sell this, otherwise he's going to lose all his value. Shimon Gamliel says that's what you're supposed to do. Otherwise, the guy's going to lose all the value of his apples. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says, "V'lavim Maralah." Didn't we learn about this? Amar Rabbi Baruchanan, Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Baruchanan says in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, "Lai Shanu Ella Amud Beis B'Kedeches Reinam." This is only true when it's not, you know. Uh, it's not fully losing its value. Okay? Meaning, yeah, over time, it loses its crunch a little bit. It's not going totally bad. But let's say the fruits are taka being ruined, like it's, it's you know, getting spoiled. So then, that's when you go to Bezden, and certainly over here, um, the halacha would be the where it's going to be completely lost. You should certainly, everyone's going to be in agreement, you certainly take it to a Bezdin and salvage whatever value the depositor originally had, salvage that value on his behalf. Period. We're now three lines from the top of the page on your Gimel Amar Aleph. We're up to Amar Bez, and we're up to the two dots. Rabbi Yehuda and the Mishnah let us know, if you go back to the Mishnah earlier on, that in the Bez HaMikdash, in order to show people how much time was left, for chametz on Erev Pesach, they would, right in the first thing in the morning, put out two loaves of bread out in the public. And when there were two loaves of bread that were out in the public, everybody knew that uh, it's still Zman Achila. And then they would remove one loaf, and now it's the time to stop eating. So, and they remove both loaves. Done. Okay. Let's discuss this. They taught a Braise in front of Rabbi Yehuda they put this bread on top of the itztava, and itztava is like a platform. 
Omar Lay. Rabbi Yehuda said, you don't want it to be too public. You need it to be modest. You need it to be tznias. Tony al gag Put all put it high. Al gav seems to be you put on top of something. Put on top of a ledge, a platform, an epis, or something. That's not enough. This was supposed to symbolize the zmanim. Soif zman achila. Soif zman beer. Right. When do I stop eating? When do when do I gotta have it destroyed by? To everybody. So don't read all Gavits the votes, all Gag. Put it as high up as you can. says the name of Harabayas had multiple rows set up for it. There were like uh, benches that people can sit out on around the Harabayas. Tanya nami hachi, harabai yistayi kafel hayy. It had kafel means doubled over. It had two rows around the harabais for people to sit. Park benches, yeah. Rabbi Yudaimer, istevonis hoysa nikris. That these benches were called istevonis stayi lefnimi stayi, and that means two rows of benches. When you have one bench inside of, uh, towards the inside of another bench. So the expression, what that's called, says Rabbi Yehud, he's not arguing, he's explaining what the proper word to refer it to is, and that is istivonis. Okay. Two dots. Psules. The breads that were put out were puzzle. Amai psules. Why was this bread puzzle? Omer of Hanina. Mitoyach shayu merubis. Nefsoles belina. This is always. What happened was, Every carbon taida was brought with 40 loaves of bread. There were a lot of carbon taidas that were brought. And there were not, a lot, not enough people to eat all the bread. So there was always going to be bread. Always. I mean, this is a piteva, according to nature. There was bread that was going to be left over. Um, there was bread that was going to be left over. And uh, once it's left over overnight, the next day, it's called apostle. We don't bring a carbon taida. On Pesach, because of chametz, says Gemara Pshita. Yeah, Vada. We know that you can't anything that's connected to chametz. You're going to run into an issue. Amar Vada Bar Ma'ava Hacha Be'arba Asar Askina. No, we're dealing with Arab Pesach, where you're still allowed to eat the chametz, and still you don't bring it. Why? Because of our Eimavi and Kachim the Beis Absul. Because you don't bring Kachim to a Beis Absul. Meaning, uh, as follows: If I bring my carbon taida during the fourth hour on Erev Pesach, with 40 loaves of chametz. Um, hello? You know you're making chametz right before the Zman Iser. What are you making? Eight pies of pizza 15 minutes before the before, before the Zman beer. What are you doing? That's Kachim coming into a Zman Iser. You can't bring Kachim to a base absolute. But a carbon tithe on the 13th Peseder. All right, there's a lot. So the Sol's Belina is anything left overnight. Fine, we'll make a use for it the next day. But on the 14th, we don't. They said in the name of Rabbi, they said in the name of Rabbi Yanai, that the, the loaves of the carbon tithe were actually, um, were actually kosher. Ah, he says the Gemara... 
the Ella Amai Karlei Psulis, why are they called Pazar Shleim Nishchat Aleimazedach? Because the carbon was not shechted specifically for them. The Ella Amai Karlei Psulis. So why, uh, why, why we call them Pazar if a taco is kosher? Shleim Nishchat Aleimazedach, because we're dealing with a type of loaf where the carbon itself was not shechted yet. So Gemara says, Venishchai, should just shech the carbon. And now the loaves are going to be kosher to eat because they, they accompany the carbon taita. What's the problem? We're dealing with uh, loaves that were brought with a carbon and, that, and the animal ran away. Yeah, it was lost. So you're allowed to, you're, you're allowed to uh, bring a substitute. So take the, you have the loaves for your taita, go get the animal and gavaldik. You'll shech that one, a different animal. Mar says, the Amar Zu Taida Vizulachma. Person already pointed to the animal and said, This is the Taida, this is the Chaluch, the Rabba, the Amar Rabba. Rabba holds over the Lechem, maybe Lechem Acher. If a person loses the bread, you bring another bread of the Taida, Imavia Taida Acheres, but if you lose the animal itself, you cannot substitute it with another carbon. My Taima, what is the reason that you could substitute bread, but you can't substitute the animal? Lechem Galal Taida. Because the bread is there to accompany the carbon taida, and um, and the carbon taida is the ikker. So if something goes wrong with the tuffle, it's fine. The in taida lechem, but the taida is not lechem. Um, the animal is not secondary to the bread. And memela, um, once you have the bread, this bread must accompany this specific animal. And if I don't have this specific animal, even if I do bring a substitute, I'm going to need new bread. I'll need different bread. Because the bread has to be set aside for that. Okay. Says the Gemara, Why don't we go take the bread, uh, uh, transfer the Kedusha onto money, and now the bread no longer has Kedusha. Anybody is allowed to eat it. Why do we say, leave these two breads there until Zman beer, until it's time to destroy it? Rather, the Gemara says, you're right. The case has to be where you shechted the animal. However, the animal shechted the bread, the, what messed this whole thing up, and now these two breads became puzzles, so they're put outside for the purpose of Zman. What happened was, the animal was shechted, but the kayan wasn't fast enough to catch the blood. And the mela. In order for the breads to be allowed to be eaten, you need to have, as uh, as we learned in Kajim, the Kabbalah Saddam. You have to be Makabal of blood. It's an integral part of the service. And now that I have, and, but if I don't have Kabbalah Saddam, I'm not going to be allowed to eat the bread. Uchman. And who's this? Um, whose psak is this following? Kirebi. Dama Rebi. There are two things that are matirim, two things that create permissiveness for an animal or for food. There's two things that must be done, mylin ze beloi ze, and they each one can make in a carbon um, kosher, even if the other one is not done. Meaning, titania, like the following price. Kiv se atzeres. The sheep of Shavuos. Only once you shech the animal does the bread that's supposed to accompany the carbon 
become Kaddish. Okay? So, in order for these loaves of bread to be called Kaddishim, to receive their Kedusha, they must be alongside a properly slaughtered Karban. Until the animal slaughtered, the breads are not even considered Kaddishim. Ketzat. Shechaton Lishmon. Somebody shechts a, uh, a sheep of Shavuos Lishmon. Vizarak Daman Lishmon. And he sprinkles the blood, Lishma. Kiddush HaLechem. Then, the bread that accompanied the carbon is Kaddish. Shechatan Shalai Lishman. If we shechted the sheep of the Shavuos, we shechted Shalai Lishman. Vizarak Daman Shalai Lishman. And also the blood was sprinkled, Shalai Lishma, of this type of, of, type of carbon. Like Kiddush HaLechem. The Lechem never became Kaddish uh, in the first place. Okay. They never became Kaddish as if the sheep didn't become Shavuos Karbanas, the breads don't become Shavuos breads. Shechaton Lishman, let's say it was Shechted Lishma, Vizarak Daman Shaloi Lishma. So the Shechita was done Lishma, but the sprinkling of the blood was not. So then, Lechem Kaddish Re'enai Kaddish. Only one was done properly. Again, we needed the shechita done for lishma of of shavuos, and we need the zrika, the sprinkling done lishma of shavuos. And over here, only one of them was done lishma. So, what do you do with the bread? What what happens to the bread? So lechem kadosh kadosh. The bread is kind of in limbo. This is the opinion of Rabbi. Okay, they they can't accompany the avayda because it might be messed up. But you also can't, uh, you also, yeah, they can't come to Avayda, but you also can't eat it because it partially was okay and it might be hectic. Really, there's no Kedusha here at all. There's no Kedusha at all until everything was done properly. And therefore, if the Shechita, according to Rabbi Lazar Shimon, if the Shechita was done Lishma and the Zrika was done Shalai Lishma, the breads are totally, uh, they're not hectish in the first place. What do you see from here? You see that Rebbe is of the opinion that once the animal that a bread was supposed to accompany becomes puzzle, the bread becomes puzzle automatically. Once it becomes puzzle, the bread becomes puzzle automatically. Afilu Tamer of Elazar of Shimon says the Gemara not necessarily. We don't need to say the Tana is Rebbe, who holds that these uh, these the lechem becomes kaddish when you have a kosher shechita. No, Afilu Tamer of Elazar of Shimon. It could even be Rebbe Elazar of Shimon who says there's no kedusha at all until you have shechita and zrika. Here, what's the case? He did Kabbalah Saddam properly. And then after he did proper Kabbalah Saddam, it spilled out. follows The Amar is his father. Who says that as long as you catch it properly, even if you didn't sprinkle it Lishma, it's still proper, it's still okay. Mimela. Once you had proper Shechita, excuse me, and proper Kabbalah Saddam, the bread is going to remain uh, uh, is going to remain kaddish, 
and um, therefore he can follow the opinion. He could be that uh, in, in sync with this opinion of Rebbe. Tana, we learned in the Bryson from Shubha Lazar Armu, they send the name of Rebbe Lazar, Ksheira Sayu. The loaves of bread were kosher, calls mancha munachas, as long as they're in the proper place, kola al-maichlam, and people would would uh, eat their their chametz. Once one loaf was removed, Thailand, then people would not eat their chametz anymore, la'echem, la'echem, they were not allowed to eat it, but they also, they didn't need to have it burnt by then. Once both loaves of bread were removed, that was a signal, that everybody must begin burning their chametz. Tanya, we learned in the Braiza a little bit differently. Abishol, Aymer, Abishol says, top of tomorrow's daf, there were two, uh, there were two cows. There was different simon. It wasn't loaves of bread. There were two cows that would be harshers on Haramishcha. They would uh, plow on the mountain where they would receive the olives for the anointing, where they would squeeze the olives for the olive oil. When the cows were both plowing, that was the signal that it's still permitted to eat chametz. Need tell us achas mehem once one cow was unhitched. Thailand, that was a sign you're no longer allowed to eat the chametz. You also don't need to burn it. And um, if uh, it would hang, you weren't allowed to eat it, but it didn't need to be burnt. If both cows were unhitched, then that was the sign that everybody must uh, start getting rid of their chametz. Okay, that takes us to the end of Dafir Gimel. We're up to the Mishnah on Dafyud Dalit Amaralith.